Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind every single week. I'm excited and honored to welcome our guest today, Mary Meckler. Creator of the newly released Sip and Om Meditation app and popular daily medication podcast, Mary shares a new guided meditation every single day. Mary has recorded nearly 2,000 meditations without missing a day for the past four years. Mary integrates herbal teas, journaling, nature therapy, and yoga with her meditations to create a true meditation lifestyle. Mary, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. I'm really excited to be here. But I want to say that my podcast is the Daily Meditation Podcast. It sounded like you said medication. And I I just want to make sure because that's a big difference. (laughs) Uh, I apologize. The Daily Meditation. No worries. Yeah, I'm I'm still sipping on my tea, waking up a little bit. So uh, (laughs) that's okay. That's okay. Great. And now, Mary, is there anything else you wanted to add to spice up that intro that I may have missed? Uh, no, thank you so much for introducing me. Um, I'm really excited to be here and to talk to your audience. Absolutely. And we're excited to have you on. And that excitement, that energy is a perfect transition into my first question. Is that And that is where focus goes, energy flows. You know, Mary, where is your energy going right now in the work that you do? Well, the work that I do... Um, my energy really flows into it because I create a daily meditation, um, which as you mentioned in my bio, I've done for four years and I do um, a, a podcast episode, a daily podcast episode for the podcast. And I also do a, a daily meditation. That's, you know, a fresh new daily meditation on the, the app. I just released the sip and app and um. So for me, people often ask me, well, how do you do it every day? Where do you get your inspiration? Do you run out of things to say? And for me, my focus is always gathering information that I can share on my podcast and on the app. And so when I started this four years ago, it was more of a quest just to see, hey, I really want to do this. Um, let's just do it for a year. And so I did it for a year and I found that it changed my life in so many wonderful ways having to do with my focus because what you focus on, as you said, really that's where your energy goes. And since I was focused on creating a meditation every day and a podcast episode, I needed a lot of content. And so what I did is I just didn't have time for distractions. I gathered whatever was going to be be uplifting to share on the podcast or as I shared meditations. And so that really helped my focus. So I think that when you have a quest or something you really want to do or some kind of goal, you naturally start to notice anything that will support you in that endeavor. And as many people have heard this, if you buy a new car, all of a sudden you start seeing those new cars out on the road. Well, it's the same way with um, when you create goals in your life. All of a sudden, you're just opened up to this new world. You start meeting other people who meditate, whereas before I rarely met people who meditated where I live, and I started to meet more people, and I started to come across more meditations and other things that go along with meditation, and so that really helps my focus. 
Awesome. Yeah, I think that's so powerful that the idea of having a strong, like you mentioned, quest and even a strong why as to you know why you're doing the things that you do. And for you, it's creating your, your meditation content and putting all that stuff out there and sharing it. And for each of us, I think it's it's uh, different, but that strong focus is what keeps us going and keeps us working towards things. And I, and I like how you mentioned that once you're you're working towards that goal, everything else becomes more apparent within that field and realm of work. You know, I've uh, I've met a lot of podcasters that I never thought I would meet, and uh, connected with a lot of people just just from doing the work that I do. So it's really powerful that you you bring that up and share that with us. And so for you, Mary, like, how did you get on this meditation path? Like, how did you discover this and really get started with all this awesome work that you do? Because, you know, you do it every day. It's, you have to have a strong why for that. And so for you, how did you kind of come across that and get, get into that? Well, how I started to do it is, um, well, for two reasons, um, one reason is that I live someplace uh, where there is not a lot of people who really meditate. And I know it's becoming more mainstream, but it hasn't quite hit where I live. And so I felt my ritual start to falter. And I found that um, when I would share meditation or even teach it locally, it brought me down because there wasn't that excitement or people weren't really into it that much. And so I decided to go online because you can reach out to the world and share meditation that way where there's a lot more interest, you know, in other places in the world of people who might be interested in meditation. And so I created a podcast and how I decided to do it daily is, um, my mom passed away, um, it's been a decade ago, but when she died, she was an artist. She painted. And so I have so many of her paintings and um, I have four other brothers and sisters and we all have her paintings hanging in our home and we feel so close to her. And it was such a beautiful gift and legacy really that she left with her art. And I have two children and I started to think about what could I leave them? I'm not, you know, artistic and um, I just thought about, well, I, you know, meditation, I would love to leave them gift of, of peace, clarity and energy that you get from meditating. And so I thought, and as I share meditation, when I do share it, you don't hit play and instantly, you know, you're close your eyes, you know, relax. I don't do that. I always share for about five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes, just depending on the theme. I have a, a theme each week that I introduce. And uh, so for this week, for example, on the podcast and the app, it's self-care for your body. And I chose themes according to what I want to share with my children and what I, you know, what gifts I want to give them and any wisdom I have that I've gathered from people, what I could share with them. And so um, for about five minutes on the podcast and in the meditations that I share, I give inspiration. I sometimes share research about, for example, this week, your body and how you can relax your body. And um, I always share a meditation technique, a new one in each episode. And so that became what my mom gave me was my legacy to leave my children. Maybe they won't 
ever listen to it or be interested, but if they have problems or struggles, I hope they can go through and peruse the different meditations I've created and maybe listen to a few episodes. That's awesome. And so those uh, meditations that you're sharing with the world and your children, are they are they guided meditations or are you just providing people with information on, like you mentioned, relaxing your body and techniques? Like how does that really work? Well, I um, on the podcast, I share um, a, a technique. I sh- on both the app and the podcast, I share a meditation technique. Every, every Sunday, I launch a new series. And that's a day where people kind of get ready for the upcoming week. And so that's why I launch a new series or, uh, yeah, a series with a theme on that day. And I, we start with a visualization. So you sort of let go of the last week and open up to what's coming for the new week. And then on Mondays, I share an affirmation because it's kind of the start of the week and it helps your mind to focus. And then Tuesday, it's always a breathing technique. So today it happens to be a Tuesday as we do this interview. I left a breathing, breathing technique. And then Wednesday is mudras. It's a way you position your hands. Thursday, we do like a chakra focused. Friday, it's always an herb. I share herbs. Um, an herb that can benefit you according to what the theme is. So an herb for your for your body to relax your body is what I'll share. And then Saturday is always a nature, a guided walking meditation. So every day there's a certain theme. And then every week there's a brand new overarching theme. And the podcast introduces the theme and shares inspiration and the technique and gets you started to take that technique and do your own meditation. The app is the full half hour guided meditation where it's the inspiration, the technique, and then I guide people through a full meditation. And you can break off at the 15 minute mark, 20 minute mark, 30 minute mark. And then on the app, I also share a weekly journal um, that's customized for that theme. So this week it's a self-care for your body journal. And that way you can go a little more deeply into the series. And so um, that's how I share it. That's terrific. And, you know, we're going to put some links to those in the show notes page because I know I'm interested and I'm sure our masters in the making listening are as well. And like you said, you know, today's Tuesday and that's the breathing day. Can you share a breathing technique with us today on this on our episode? Sure. I'll share what I call the instant ohm breath. Um, this breath is instant ohm. Truly, it it instantly, scientifically, they've shown this, calms your mind and body. And it's so simple. A lot of breathing techniques, you have to breathe to a certain count and you forget in your moment of stress or crisis, you're thinking, what was that technique again? Oh, I, I wish I could remember. I'd do it. Well, this technique is easy. You just inhale and exhale through your nose. It's important to do this through your nose because if you breathe through your mouth, that's more energizing. And if you want to reduce stress, you want to keep your your breath nice and calm so you inhale and exhale through your nose. Sometimes you want to energize, but for this breath, we want to become calm. So you um, inhale to the count of whatever feels comfortable for you. It can be the count of three or four, and then you hold your breath for that same count, and then you exhale for that same count. And you do it the same number of times. So if you're doing this to the count of three, you'd do this cycle three times. If you do it to the count of four, you do this cycle four times. And you um, you get much better at 
breathing, your, your lung capacity. So you can even do it to the count of eight or 12 as you get better at it. But, um, you want me to guide you through it right now? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So sit up straight and you can close your eyes if you want to. And when your eyes are closed, if you keep them elevated at the point between your eyebrows, this in yoga and meditation is referred to as your spiritual eye. But what it does is, is that your prefrontal lobes of your brain, and this is the part that you activate or strengthen and enhance when you meditate. It helps you to manage your emotions much better. So keep your eyes slightly uplifted as you meditate. And go ahead and inhale through your nose to the count of four. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Inhale. Hold, exhale, inhale, hold, exhale. Very nice. You can open your eyes and just feel maybe a little lighter, a little calmer, a little clearer with more clarity. Yeah. How do you feel? That's awesome. I, I exactly that. I feel very a little lighter and more clear. Just as yeah, wow. <laughs> the stress is melting away. Um, Good. It, it's the it, so if you just breathe um, to even counts, whatever that count is, then you've got it. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Yeah. And so we, you know, masters in the making. Listen, you guys can take that with you and do that whenever you're feeling stressed, and also check out. Uh, Mary's meditation app and her podcast for more information on that. And so, Mary, I'm going to transition back to your journey here for a little bit. And that is, you know, on your path to discovery and success, inevitably, inevitably, you run into challenges and failures along the way. We all do. But how has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Or do you have a favorite failure of your own? Yeah. So, um, along the path, there are many failures and they make you stronger. You, you hear that it sounds cliche, but it's really, really true. And my biggest failure, uh, came when, um, I'll just talk about this in regard to my business, but also with meditation. So when I first started meditating and when I first started my business, I really, didn't think I would ever be able to meditate. And I'm, I'm paralleling this with my business. I didn't think I'd really be able to go online and learn all the tech that's required to do an online business. And so I let that hold me back for a while. And when I did that, I limited myself to my, my local area, which as I mentioned, doesn't really represent who I am. The things about me aren't just aren't really evident here. They're just not here. I lived for a lot of years in Asia and I'm originally from um, the West coast of the U S. So a lot of yoga meditation is very mainstream. And I was able to 
to study and immerse myself when I lived in Japan for five years and, you know, the whole lifestyle of, of um, a meditation type of lifestyle. But when I came back to the States, I found um, I'm living in Florida currently, and there's a lot of meditation and yoga in Florida, but just not where the, the area where I sure. live. And um, it's kind of a Bible Belt area, so a lot of people are against actually yoga and meditation. And so I let that hold me back for a long time, and I thought, well, you know, I'll just go with what this area is is here. And that was really painful for me because I felt like I was losing myself. I'd wake up in the morning and I just couldn't really get excited about my day. And it sounds silly, you know, how your meditate, not being able to really connect with other people who are like-minded could impact you that way. But environment is huge. It, uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, who wrote Autobiography of a Yogi, which is a timeless classic, even said that environment is stronger than will. And many people will say, you know, wherever you go, wherever you move, that's who you are. I actually have had 17 moves. I've lived around the world. Wow. I can say for myself personally, that's the opposite. Whatever environment you're in can really bring out the best in you and support you and who you are and what you're doing. Or it can kind of crush your soul depending where you are. And I've seen this time and again with people, and you may feel it too when you go to certain places, you just come alive. In other places, it's really heavy. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't live somewhere where maybe you don't um, shine, you know, where there isn't a lot of support for who you are. But it just means that you might have to seek harder. And that's what I had to do ultimately. And so I let that hold me back for a long time. And that's when I went online. And even though it was really difficult for me to learn the technical piece, I set up my own podcast. I bootstrapped everything in my my company. It was better than settling for what was around me. So I just kept pursuing it. I just kept opening up to being online and connecting with like-minded people that way and traveling um, when I had the chance. And uh, so that really was my pain story um, where I learned some big lessons that way. Sure. And from that whole experience, you know, it's so true. And I know I'm relating to that. As you mentioned, you know, those the environment really impacts your energy and kind of just how you are as a person. And so from that whole experience, you know, what was the one greatest lesson you'd say you learned? The greatest lesson is to honor who you are, wherever you are, in whatever way you can do it. Because you're going to come across trials, even if you're in a fantastic area, everything's going great. Life happens. You can lose a loved one. You can lose your health. You can have a big crisis but when you continue to honor that core part of who you are, which for me, meditation brings out the best, then that way I still stay connected to my inner compass, my, my true inner nature. And you just can't really go wrong when you do that. Love that. Yeah, love. that's awesome. And so, Mary, with that, we're going to take that and we're going to move into our moment of mastery and that's where you can share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners 
Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's do it. What is one daily habit that contributes to your personal success? Every day I meditate and every day I do movement. Mo- moving your body and your mind, stimulating your growth is so important as well as calming your mind and body. And what kind of movement do you do? Anything in particular? Well, I do yoga, uh, but I also walk. I, I, I do a lot of exercise, actually, a lot of very weight lifting, um, dance, all of this. But I, I can't often do those every day. But what I can do every day is yoga, and I can always walk no matter where I am. Awesome. Yeah, I love walking. I just love to take walks around the block or just kind of go with the flow and just see see what it takes me. It's always a, an awesome way to kind of clear up my mind and uh, kind of connect to source. And when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you do? I do the uh, instant own breath, but I'll, I'll actually tell you what I what I really do. Um, I, I do a couple things that's kind of a layered approach. But in the morning when I wake up and the Dalai Lama actually shared this technique in his book, The Art of Happiness, and I've done it ever since I've read that book and it works wonders and I share it with other people as well. When you wake up in the morning, if you can visualize what you're excited about that day, even if you're dreading something, find one thing that you could do that you would be excited about and perhaps more importantly, think about challenges that you might face that day or something that's going to be difficult for you to do or you're not excited to do and visualize what you could do to help you manage your stress, your grief, your anger, whatever your exhaustion, whatever you might be experiencing or anticipating experiencing throughout that day. And that way it happens. You have a reference point to reach for. When you prepare for any emergency, the preparation happens before the emergency. Well, it's the same with our emotions and our day. And when you do this, it really does work and helps you manage your emotions in a much better way. I love that. Yeah, that preparation. That's yes. that's awesome. Yeah. And so, Mary, what is the book or books? I know you've mentioned a couple, but what that you've given most as a gift and why or what are one to three books that have greatly impacted your life? Well, I'm an avid reader, but I, um, the book I've given the most as a gift is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And I would love to actually read a little quote from this because what I shared today uh, goes along when you asked me what my greatest challenge was and my biggest lesson. Well, that's kind of what the book The Alchemist is is about is honoring yourself, following your path. And there's a quote that says, if you pay attention to the present, you can improve upon it. And if you improve on the present, what comes later will also be better. Forget about the future and live each day according to the teachings. Confident that God loves his children, each day in itself brings with it an eternity. Wow. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Yeah, The Alchemist is a book that I have gifted myself, but I haven't gotten around to reading. And now that you mentioned that, I think I'm gonna take a take a peek and take a dive into that. And I'm sure our listeners will as well. Um, so yeah, is are there any other other books you can share with us? 
Oh, there are so many. <laughs> I read like <laughs> a book a week, is. at oh least gosh. a book a week. Um, so, I mean, what I'm reading now is um, I'm reading about kind of um, the yugas, which are considered cycles of time. And so I'm reading a, a fascinating book about that, which is really enlightening. And I recently um, took, I've always done yoga, but I've never done yoga teacher training, but I uh, just um, went through yoga teacher training. And so I'm reading a lot of, um, one is called um, the the path actually. Oh yeah. So it's um, the art and science of Raja yoga. I love that book. It talks about use not only yoga postures and poses, but you can take yoga as just a nice stretch, or you could use it as a way of life. For example, the kind of food you eat, um, the way you might uh, relate to other people, the kind of work you do. It's it's really like a, a wonderful book that helps you maybe live a yoga meditation lifestyle. But there, there are a lot of books yeah, that I read. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned you read a book a week and that's something that I've been trying to do and for probably half the time I'm successful how do you approach that do you kind of put time aside to read or do you read when you ever get a free chance like how do you really go about that that is such a great question and the reason why is because I used to read um just before I would go to bed at night or um I, I'm so busy during the day, like most everybody, uh, that I don't have a chance. But what I do is I listen to audiobooks. So really, I'm not reading so much. But I still read every night before I go to bed. I might read an hour, an hour and a half before I go to bed. And I try to um, unplug from technology because it helps you to sleep better. So um, I turn off my phone, my computer, TV, anything electronic. And, um, so then there's not much else to do. So I, I read, which I love to do anyways. And, um, so I read in the evening, but I listen to audiobooks all day long. Got it. Yeah. I've just, just, um, got a audible membership myself and I've been devouring them whenever I get a chance. It's, it's so versatile and you kind of do listen to them wherever you go. So that's really awesome that you do that. Do you play it on, um, increased speed by any chance? No, I don't. I I just I like to absorb the book and, you know, just really relish it. Sure. So some some books that I'm enjoying so much, I just listen to a little bit at a time and just absorb it. And then I don't want the book to end. <laughs> but, you know, a funny book that I really I, I your listeners may enjoy is Breakdancing with Einstein. And I can't remember the, the author, but it's a great book about improving your memory. And it's fascinating. But I, I read all kinds of, not only books about yoga and meditation, I read all kinds of books. Awesome. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. I'm actually listening to an autobiography of Einstein right now. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> what a wow. coincidence. Yeah, um, well, this book isn't about Einstein, but it, it, um, it it's about intelligence and, and how to remember things really well. So talking about focus, you started this off with focus. That's a great book for it. Awesome. And Mary, what advice now would you give to a smart driven college student about to enter the real world? Well, that is interesting because I have a son who is in college and what I would say is just as we've spoken throughout this interview, it's really honor yourself and don't worry because 
it's, it's going to be fine. I was told so many times, oh, I shouldn't study this or I shouldn't go here. I shouldn't do that. But I did it anyways. And I always found success when I followed my heart. And the world right now changes so quickly that what is currently the trend or, you know, the ideal job to have, or you'll always have a job that may not be so in the future. So be open to creating the future by following your passion and making what you see is needed in the world a reality by just doing it. You'll find a way. You'll find a way. I love that. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) And finally, Mary, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? Well, I'm every day at the Daily Meditation Podcast. And uh, then if they uh, are meditators, beginners or long time meditators, you can uh, find me. You can try for two weeks free the SIP and OM app. It's SIP, S-I-P, just like sipping tea because we're soon going to be launching um, herbal teas and and then OM, O-M. So SIP and OM, uh, that's my website, sipandom.com. Fantastic. And you can find the app. We have the Android and the iOS version. Okay, awesome. We're going to check that out. Masters of the Making. Go check out Mary's site and her app. And go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type in Mary's name in the search. It'll show you over to the show notes page of today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what Mary and I discussed today. Mary, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. It was really fun. I wish everyone the best. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.